episode, we're going to look at doing an autocomplete feature, but with the twist of having HTML. So whenever we search our results, you'll see that we are getting a markup with the number of stars for the rating, a title or a larger text for the item, and then some faded description. And the JavaScript library that we'll use to accomplish this is the jQuery UI. And I really like the documentation for jQuery UI because they show all the different options and methods and events that are available for each one of these, as well as examples covering different scenarios. And in our gem file, we'll use the railsassets.org libraries again. And if you are creating a Rails 5.1 or later application, you will need to include the jQuery gem as well. Be sure to run bundle and restart your Rails application. Next in the application.js file, we'll need to add jQuery and jQuery UI. And then in the application CSS file, we'll need to add a require for the jQuery UI. And then in our controller action, I'm just using the welcome index. We can create a text field tag, and then I'll give it the name product. And we'll need to be able to reference this item within our JavaScript, so let's also give it a class of autocomplete. And then if we're going to reuse this code in many places of our application, then we should also pass a data source to it so we can then reference and pull with the Ajax request the data that we're going to populate our dropdown from. So we can create a data attribute tag called source and then just give it a path. In this case, on our products, I want to create a autocomplete collection so we can then make our inquiries to this URL. And then in our routes.rb file, we can create our collection for the autocomplete. And then in our products controller, we can create our autocomplete action. And this autocomplete action will need to return a JSON array. And similar to our previous episode on data tables, we can create a class and then pass in the view context. And I'm just going to namespace this with autocomplete in case if we have several different types of objects that we want to return a autocomplete for, we can keep them all namespaced nicely. And then we'll create a new instance and then pass in the view context. Next, I'll create a folder under my app folder, and I'll just call this services. And then within the services folder, we can create another one called autocomplete. And then within the autocomplete folder, I'm going to create a module with the autocomplete and then a application autocomplete, and we'll create our products to inherit from the application autocomplete. So first, we'll just create an instance of our view, and then the JSON will need to return an array. And then we can loop through each one of the results, and then we can create our JSON values, and then pass the JSON into that outer array. And with the autocomplete, within their API documentation, they say that they will have a label and then a value. The label is where we'll generate our HTML markup, and then the value will be what we return as the selected item. So then under the autocomplete folder, we can create our products. And the products will be under the module autocomplete, and notice that they inherit from the application autocomplete. Then also take note that we are calling each one of these in a private method again. So our result partial and our result value come from our application autocomplete, where we're calling in the result partial and we're passing in the result, which is just the single object. And then our result value, we're also passing in the result. And then we also have our results, and this is just to keep it general because as we create other autocompletes, we want to be able to use the same code for those as well. So in our case, for the result value, I just want to pass in the product name. And then in the results, we can call a query to capture the objects. And in this case, the query is just the percent sign, so it's a like function. And then we pass in our parameter. And then we just want to return up to five items. 
and the results partial is where we want to render out our HTML. So we can use the application controller new render to string, and then we can specify our partial, and it's going to be under the products autocomplete, and then we can pass in our product into that partial, and then we do need to call HTML safe on here. And then in the view products, we can create our code for the partial. And so if you do want to give it some styling, you can give it a class name, but we're just going to list out our product name and then our ratings. We're just going to loop through each one of these and then we'll just have to get a star.png file and then we can add in the description. We then create some autocomplete coffee scripts. And the first thing I'll do is create a function and this function will just load whenever we have the turbo links load. And the nice thing about doing this is that if you do use a JSERB as a Ajax callback within your application and you're displaying a modal or inserting in new text, then you can just call the autocomplete function within your JSERB and it would initialize the autocomplete on that partial that you've loaded. So within the autocomplete function, we'll loop through each one of the autocomplete classes and then we'll call two functions on here. The first we'll call the autocomplete and this would initialize the autocomplete and this is where we need to pass in our data source. And then the next function is capturing the render item. So this is going to be what we want to do with the item that we are passing in. And in our case, it's going to be the item label. And so for the initialization, we can set our source to this data source. And then we can also specify a minimum length of two. And this means that it's going to require at least two characters before it starts doing the autocomplete search. And then on the render item line, we can call the li append our item label, which is going to be the HTML markup. And then we want to append this to the unordered list. And also make sure that you create your star.png within your images assets, because that is being referenced from our partial. So if we go back and refresh our page now, we can type in our text and then you'll see that we have it all listing and it's working, but it could use some styling. So if you remember, we gave some of these some classes so we can improve this look. So in our application CSS file, I'm just going to paste in some items and then on our description, we'll just make it a lighter color and reduce the size a little bit. We want to set the UI widget content UI autocomplete to have a max width of 350 pixels and you can pick whatever's going to make sense for you. And then we're just going to make our input size a little bit larger. So going back and refreshing, we can then type in our text and then you see this is our result. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for watching.